Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hi everybody and a warm welcome to the following on podcast from TalkSport. I'm Mark Nicholas from the Palakali International Cricket Stadium. Day three here in Palakali was all about the England captain Joe Root as he scored his 15th Test Match 100. Here's Lucknell again charging any bowls and Root goes back and he edges the ball to the third man boundary. With England gunning to win the second test, the captain has made a splendid hundred. And Root was well supported by Ben Folkes, who finished the day on 51 not out. And he's given that a good hit, really good hit. In fact, what a way to go to 50. Ben Folkes to the man of ball. When the rain came, England were 324 for nine, a lead of 278. Huge credit has to go to Killer Dan and Jaya. Sam Curran's the new batsman, and uh, there's an appeal, and uh, Sam Curran is on his way. They bowled him, I beg your pardon. It's just flicked the top of off stump. His figures of six for 106, most impressive. Got uh, Darren Goff and Matt Pryor alongside me. Let's deal with the Sri Lankan bowling first, guys. Um, he's a gifted uh, boy, is a killer. Um, he's he's been brave to play in the game, given the problems he's had with his action. The fact he's being investigated. Um, full marks to him, I think. I know that you feel Goffy he hasn't been accurate enough, but I think he does pose a consistent threat because he properly spins the ball. Oh, I think he does. Um, there's no doubt about that. When he bowls the off spin, he's actually pretty decent. I, th- I think he put too much variety. He wants to concentrate on one ball and throw the other one in every so often. And that's been the problem when you look at Akila Dan and Jaya. I think the other two spinners have been... Uh, Pereira, we know in the Test Series so far, has been the pick of their bowlers. He bowls with accuracy, he turns the ball, he's got a good straight to one, good variation. But for me, Pushpa Kamara has not really been the person to replace Harath. This Test match, I just don't think he's been up to the challenge of Test cricket. 
The thing I liked about Dan and Jaya today is that, and in fact, every time he's come on to ball, okay, he's maybe lost a bit of control for the team. He's maybe tried a few too many things, but he's always in the battle. He's always looking to do something. He's always looking to, he, he, he's the one bowler that never really give it up, did he? He just was always wanting to have a ball, always having a go. And he got six wickets and, and thoroughly deserved. Again, improvements that he would want to make, it would be getting that control. And I think what he needs to work out is what actually is his best delivery and bowl that more often than trying to bowl too many change-ups. Okay, now to what degree is um, the Sri Lankan spin attack haunted, really, by England's extraordinary approach? Have any of us seen such boldness in the face of a spin attack and such unorthodox, um, such an unorthodox approach? I mean, really, they were never allowed to settle. I know that we're critical of the field setting, but, boy, England got after them. England all the way through have been magnificent this this series. We've been critical of them at times, that first day in goal where we lost five wickets, and you could easily go some of the shots we played in the first innings of this match in, in Candy. But today, again, on moving day, an important day for both teams, England decided they were going to stay with that positivity. They switched around the batting order again. Ben Stokes came in after uh, Joe Root. Um, and, and it was to keep the right-left-hand combination. And you could see again the work they have done in the nets building up to this test match on the sweep. All the batsmen were playing those shots. But the amazing thing about Joe Root's innings for me, and this is why I say it's one of his best innings, is but he started off with his sweep. Yeah, you could say at times with a little bit, oh, hang on a minute, it could get out any ball. But he, he put the pressure back onto Sri Lanka. And then after that, after a while, he decided then to go downtown, use his feet, get down the pitch and hit towards wide mid-on, mid-wicket area, and started hitting boundaries then. And then he went back to the sweep again. And... He had so much variety, his, his, his footwork, his shots. I thought he was magnificent today, Joe and the, the example he set to the rest of the team. I think the great thing the great thing for me was, and I'll be honest, I was nervous this morning before, before this innings. I was thinking, oh my goodness, how are England going to play? It's all well and good saying we want to be attacking, we want to be positive, but you're now 46 runs behind the game. Do you keep playing that way, the fine line between being positive and reckless? How are they going to play? And the great thing about it was speaking to Mark Ramakash, the England batting coach this morning, he said they want to build a culture within this team that each individual finds a way to play and then backs themselves to play that way. Now, the beginning of the innings, Burns came out firing, Jennings came out firing, Root, I mean, he took the attack, he almost looked a bit, there was so much going on, almost looked a bit panicking, but he was playing shots. Stokes obviously played a big shot early on. Butler, for the early part of his innings, was striking at over 100 runs per ball. Then you got Folks. Now, folks, when he's battered well for England, has taken time to, to get in, play a bit more defensively, and, and a bit like current first innings, get in, give himself a chance, and then attack towards the end of the innings. Now, I was watching and thinking, right, is he going to come out and change the way he plays to strike at 80, 90, 100 per, per, um, per 100 balls? And actually, he didn't. He played exactly the way he's played when he scored that a brilliant 100 in goal, and actually, he's got 51 off 102 balls, so he's striking at 50. But he played his own game, he backed himself to play his own game, and he can only do that if you have the trust and belief, ultimately, that your teammates are trusting you to do the job that you need to do. OK, well, you, thank you. You, you jumped the gun a bit, guys, there. Uh, Joe was definitely going to be the subject of the conversation, and he's coming to join us in just a moment. But I'm really talking about England at the start of the day. I, I meant that the, the extraordinary approach of Rory Burns, of Keaton Jennings, uh, Joss Butler, that wasn't the start of the day, but right from the off, England were manoeuvring the ball to their advantage, hitting occasional boundaries, but making sure runs flowed. Yeah, you talk about cat and mouse, particularly against the spin bowling. 
And and after that first shot from Jack Leach, okay, he's a night watchman, so you don't expect him to, to hang around for too long, although you want him to and you're willing him to. It was a really tricky period, that, for, for Burns and Keaton Jennings. And the way they put the pressure, absorbed the pressure that the Sri Lankans had sort of thrown at them and counter-punched, playing some fantastic shots, sweeps. Jennings, obviously, we know he's a very strong reverse sweeper. But immediately, they were sort of ticking over. They were running well between the wickets. I thought that was a very a, a fine feature of England's batting throughout the day. But they really set, set the tone and the tempo for that, pushing the fielders hard, running well between the wickets. And suddenly, the, you know, the scoring rate was, was, was high, and you had that hour where Jennings and Burns had set a real platform and everyone in the dressing room would have just calmed down and thought, OK, there's no panic now, we can, we can play our game. It was, Mark, and, and, and I agree with you. I thought Rory Burns today, and he's just his second test match. After that first test where he tickled one down the leg side, then run himself out in the second, there was a bit of pressure on him. He wanted to get a score, and I think he played quite beautifully this morning. He's got a pressure morning. Jack Leach getting out pretty early on, trying to sweep. And then Rory Burns, the way he played, the positive intent, it set the tone and allowed England to score with that partnership with Keaton Jennings to score 131 runs in that morning session. Can you quite believe that? On a pressure morning, a pressure day, they've gone out. Two guys, really, who were playing for their places, Keaton Jennings before this tour, and obviously now Rory Burns, and they played with freedom and skill, and it was magnificent to watch. And do you think we've seen a, a definite shift here? Uh, and, uh, and, and England's, I mean, it's very different when you're playing for the Ashes against the Australians next summer, isn't it? But uh, presumably England will take this approach into the next test and to the Caribbean as well. You'd like to think so. I mean, you only have to look back, though, to last winter when England's A team went to the Caribbean. Everybody thought it was going to be like in the old days. It was all about fast bowling. And England's A team got destroyed by two spinners over in the Caribbean. I think the pitchers are not going to be probably as slow as this. They might have a little bit more in them, but it's going to turn in the West Indies. So it'll be interesting to see whether we have the same intent when we get there. They will have a couple of quick bowlers. They've got Holder, haven't they, who captains them, and he bowls pretty yeah, well. No, he's, he's medium, though, isn't he? The, yeah, the quick's a big shot. Gabriel, Kemar, Roach, guys like that. But they've got skill. Yeah, the decent bowling attack. Yeah. So it's not just going to be one seamer like we've seen here on show with no, Lackmau. No, no way. No, no, exactly. I think if, if, as I said earlier, I think if ever there was a day that England could have gone into, there was a, a risk of England going back into their shell and playing old England cricket, what today was the day and they did the complete opposite as we've just mentioned Jennings and Burns set the tone and, and really every batsman that came in just followed um, I think this is the way England want to play their cricket I think Joe Root sets the tone as a captain and he's saying to his players let's go and take the positive um, the positive route if if there is one and you you back yourself and we will back you and and I think that's a major shift. Is batsmen? It's all well and good saying go and play, go and play your attacking game, mate. But if you chip one to cover, you drop the next game. There, there has to be a genuine belief that people are going to be allowed to play their, their their own game, an attacking game. And if it doesn't come off in one innings, they're not suddenly under pressure for their plays. Right. Let's move on um, to the tricky issues surrounding Johnny Best. They're not chosen in this match, and he felt that Joss Butler effectively was the man preferred to him. He understood why Ben Folks was keeping wicket he thought his record deserved a place in the side but there is a magic about Joss Butler isn't there he does seem able to do things that others can't he's just so calm at the crease um, he, he eases the pressure off the opposing uh, player he's, he's, he's partnering crime at the other end I mean the way um, he, he looks to play he comes in he doesn't look to face dot balls he wants to put 
the opposition under pressure, whether it's the sweep shot, which it has been on this occasion, the last game in, in goal, it was more using his feet and hitting, getting ones, hitting to mid-wicket and creating a partnership and rotating the strike. And here, straight from the off in both innings, the sweep shot, the reverse sweep and the orthodox sweep. And it's a good, if you're batting and you're batting at the other end to Josh Butler, it's a great feeling. It's a great feeling. He makes you relax. I think just to, just to add to that, the thing I've been really impressed with Josh Butler is he's got a fantastic cricket brain. And I think that can sometimes be missed because he plays these phenomenal shots and it's a lot of, you know, particularly in, in white ball cricket, crash bang wallop and he scores the hundreds of off 50 balls and it's sixes all over the place. But the thing that stood out for me in, a, in, in tricky conditions, he's showed absolute class, not just with his skill, but actually his thought process of what he's trying to do, how he's trying to move the fielders around and actually take control of the game using really good cricket thoughts and cricketing nous and process uh, and I, for, for me that's just I think he's gone another couple of levels his ability is very clear for everyone to see but can you work the tactics of a test match with spin on and, and the different challenges of playing in the subcontinent and I mean he's he's met that challenge absolutely many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including... England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Let's deal with the challenges for a minute. I like that subject. I, I would say that England got the reviews wrong earlier today, Rory Burns and Ben Stokes, and that ended up costing Moeen Ali and uh, Adil Rashid because they, on review, would have almost certainly got away with their decisions and might still be out there contributing. Well, we've spoken a bit about DRS and, and how you get that, that decision right to, to review and overturn a decision or 
have the, the chance of overturning a decision. I think the mentality has to probably shift in that I think England are still trying to look to to get away with one or burgle a wicket when they're reviewing it. In fact, you've got to make sure that when in that decision, you're staying very, very logical. And it is just to eradicate the absolute blooper from, from an umpiring perspective. And as you say, when you use the reviews up early on, um, you know, Rashid certainly inside edged is and was obviously a bit annoyed when he, when he didn't have the chance to review it. Joe's arrived, so hang on guys, I'm just gonna settle him in. Um, Danny's here. Danny Rubin, who's the man in charge of the media operations, does a great job. Joe's got the headphones on, and uh, actually, can can that does that lead reader right? Yeah, you're okay. Well played! Wow, what a what a day! What an approach! What a what a, a day of adventurous cricket it was, and very good to watch. I have to tell you, it was enjoyable out there. Um, we said at the start of the series we were going to have to be a little bit adventurous at times and show a bit of courage, and I thought the whole group did that today been very easy with that deficit um, to sort of go in our, in our shell and, and sort of just try and get through for a little bit but guys play with great confidence and, and it's paid off. Yeah let's start with the two guys at the top of the order I mean Rory does look as if he's settled comfortably into test match cricket and Keaton seemed to have a nice fluency I, I, I thought the quality of their batting not necessarily the ball striking but just the quality of their movement and the way the score ticked for them was highly impressive. Yeah, they, they know exactly what they're trying to do. They know they've got a real cl clear game plan and how they're going to score on these on these wickets, which is really important. It allows you to then go and, and relax in, in what you're doing and, and feel um, like you're in charge out there. And at no point would you, you look at the way that they played and think they were early on in their test careers. You'd think they'd played a lot of cricket in this part of the world. So it's really pleasing to see guys come into the side, come on the first tour of, of Asia and, and, um, and really, you know, put in strong performances like that. Mm, we've just been talking about Joss Butler, actually, um, and saying that there's few players around who have the range of game that he has and the temperament for it and, and that his influence on, on other people, his calming influence, his cricket brain, is an integral part of what you're trying to achieve. Definitely. Um, and you saw the way that he came in and, and sort of commanded the, the field in, in, into where he wanted them to be. Um, as you say, he's got the ability to come down the wicket, hit all, all, all number of strokes in, that you can imagine, and it must be very frustrating for other sides to, to try and set a field of ball to it. Dead right. Joe, I'm going to turn to you. Um, please don't be too modest. Um, a superb innings. How does it rank for you? Um, up amongst your favourite, perhaps? Yeah, it was, it was probably, um, it probably would do. It's, it's always difficult in terms of um, trying to compare them, but I felt... Uh, you know, it took a lot out of me today mentally. At, at times, you're thinking about the different options that you might have to take on, a um, few of the calculated risks, and it's just really pleasing to see it all come together and pay off. And your me. celebration was ecstatic. Um, give me the reasons for that. I just got a bit carried away in the moment. Um, you know, I worked hard all day. I think as a, as a captain, you've asked the guys to go out and play in a certain manner. You've sort of got to go and back that up and um, felt like I let the guys down a little bit in that first game. and and in the first inning, so it was nice to um, to finally sort of sh show what I was uh, talking about. You'd promised something to those spectators who'd been moved out of their hotel and done them a great thing yesterday with the photograph and then the letter you wrote to each of them, I think 70 or 80 of them. I wondered if a part of it was sort of for them. Well, you could you could say that. It's it's always nice to see this this many um, England fans come come to this part of the world and you want them to really enjoy the cricket you're playing. Um, I think 
this format is is really special. It's really very very unique. It stands out. It tests you in a number of different ways, um, and you can get caught up in the pressure of it all. But I think the most important thing and the one strong message you want to get to this group of players is it should be incredibly fun. It's one of the best times of your life. You've got to make the most of it. You've got to enjoy it. Um, and you know it's a very enjoyable style of cricket that we've been playing so far on this trip. Joe, well played today, mate. I just want to ask you one question. I mean, today when you first went in, you started off with the sweep shots, which you've seen Josh Butler have so, so much success in the first innings. But then you seemed to change halfway through and go down the ground where you were looking to hit mid-on, wide mid-wicket, and then you went back to the sweeps. So was that a game plan or was it just how you were feeling at that time? I think to start, I felt a bit, um, <laughs> felt a bit uncomfortable. Um, and you're sort of trying to find a way of getting the bowlers to bowl in areas you'd like them to. Um, no, and... Once, a, once you sort of get into a rhythm of play and they start bowling in a certain manner, you might have to change things up a little and make it difficult for them to settle on a, on a dangerous area, which on that wicket um, is the last thing you want is for a bowler to feel confident like they can bowl the same ball at you all the time. Um, and I thought the fact that the guys at the other end were, were also putting pressure on them, also being proactive and, and taking some, some good, good options, but strong options on um, and, and rotating the the strike scoring at four and over for, for the majority of the day meant that um, you, you're always uh, taking pressure off each other. Matt, I know you've got one more question. Ruti, I can't help myself, mate. Just got to ask you one. Um, firstly, very well played, buddy. I think it was an incredible, incredible innings. But just looking ahead to tomorrow, um, obviously you'll be looking at some stage. So you'll be in the field with, with, I think, a fantastic lead. But just talk a little bit about this wicket and how it's playing and actually the tactics probably that are going to be needed to bowl Sri Lanka out and hopefully win this test match. Yeah, it'd be an interesting one to see how this weather affects the surface. I think that's the most important thing. We turn up tomorrow um, and we don't sort of go into into the day with too many preconceived ideas. We, we see it for what it is. We see if it has tackied up, if it does hold together a little bit better. If it performs better for the batters, then we adjust how we're going to approach things as a bowling group. But ultimately, it's trying to keep as many modes of dismissal in the game for as long as possible. And you know, we're more than capable of doing that. We've shown that we've done it at goal. And I think a strong message to, to the guys is that, um, that a lot of the pressure is on them. They've got to win this to stay in the series. They've got to play extremely well on a difficult pitch. So um, as much as possible, if, if, we can, if we can hold our length um, and make them play with a straight bat as much as possible, then um, we might keep ourselves in the game. Great, Joe, thanks for your Thank time. You. I know you've got to go. We appreciate it very much. Danny, thanks for bringing Cheers, guys. Thanks. Joe thanks, over. Joe. Good to see you, Joe. And uh, what an innings by Joe Root, England's captain today. Something to remember, to savour for many a year. You were in Palakali when Joe took the game to the Sri Lankans. That's just about it for us. Do you want the final word? No, I'm just going to say again is, but um, I'm glad I was here today. I really did. I thought that was a magnificent innings, as good as I've seen. I've known him a long time. I've seen him come through the ranks at Yorkshire, but an innings like that in these conditions as captain, absolutely superb. Thank you, boys. Appreciate it very much. Fun to be with you. Fun to have watched the cricket. We hope that all of you have listened and enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed being here. A reminder that uh, play begins 15 minutes earlier tomorrow to make up for time lost today. Therefore, 98 overs in the day tomorrow. We can hardly wait. From Palakali, it's goodbye. Sweep shot, big appeal for leg before wicket, it looks close. Maria Rasmus has the uh, corners of his mouth turned downwards, but it's been reviewed straight away. Oh okay, my like no goodness, goodness me. Goffey's smiling because he gave it out straight away. And Pitching in line and picks in line.
wickets hitting. It was absolutely a plum. A nice, delicate sweep stroke. My gosh, that's a good show. He's got it so fine. Well, you could never have a fielder there. You'd never think of it. And the beauty of that and the applause surrounding it is that England have taken the lead in the match. Well, this is a great start by England. It's exactly what the England dressing room would have wanted. England have now played the reverse sweep in this series more than any other team in any other series since records began in uh, 2006. Here is uh, Kiladanajaya. Now the reverse sweep and he's out. Oh, no, right on cue. He's disproved all the theories. Keaton Jennings is out to the reverse sweep for the first time in his career. Sweep and a power sweep and he's beaten midwicket and he's got 50. Rory Burns gets to the 50 with his trademark sweep shot. And uh, I know his dad's sat in the crowd. He'll be a very, very emotional man. Might be a tear. Ah! They're asking for the question he's been given. Pushpa Kumar has got a wicket now. I get the feeling that Burns may refer it. Does he think he's hit it? Wicket's hitting three yeah. reds. That's a Ravi will get you back on screen and you can stay with your decision of outs. Now this has to be close. That's a good one. That is really a good one. And Stokes goes. LBW. Ben Stokes knew he was out there. But he was so disappointed in himself. He wanted to review and give himself half a chance. That's a poor review. Same as the Burns one, a poor review. We've got three. That takes it to 50, and the clarion call around the ground is... Ooh. A magnificent 50 of just 66 balls. I could have done a balls. And, and how close is that? That's given. Moeen Ali got a bit of a bad one with no reviews left. England wasting the reviews. Here's Lachmal again, charging any balls, and Root goes back, and he edges the ball to the third-man boundary. Little leap in the air, a big punch of the right arm and fist with England gunning to win the second test. The captain has made a splendid hundred. Just get on with the game. There's one delivery to go, and Root has walked all the way down to have a work with Fultz. Just get on with the game. Gyron's appeal for leg before wicket. Up goes the finger after a long thing from umpire Sundaram Ravi. The reverse sweep from Joe Root. And off he goes. That's a fantastic innings from the England captain, Joe Root. That's a big shout for LBW. He's in front of all three, you'd say. He's back is Adil Rashid. He looks disgruntled at the decision. First look today, I think there was a bit of a bit of bat on this. Oh, yeah, he's hit it. Sure has. Well spotted, Matt. And the crowd are booing because that's being shown on the big screen now. Incredible shot. What a way to go to 50. Ben folks to the man aboard. Now they need to get the players off and get the covers off. Now that's more than reasonable. I think the umpires have made the right decision. Shenanigans in Palakali with the score on 324 for nine. This has been the following on podcast from TalkSport. To never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe either on Apple Podcasts or on your favourite podcast app. See you tomorrow. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe, 
for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.